on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Blake Benz Podcast. If it's your first time tuning in to this podcast, this is part of my company, Good Advice. And we have a twice-weekly podcast that we put up. It talks a lot about uh, different people we're working with, people we're talking to, and it's all in this whole topic of business, entrepreneurship, sales, marketing, and all of that fun stuff that goes with it. We typically, the way our podcast works is uh, I talk about just various topics that are are coming up with people that I'm working with. Uh, it's things that are motivating to me. And then also I talk a lot with uh, different business leaders who are in the area and not just my area, which is Northwest Arkansas, but people that I've worked with, people that I know. In fact, last week we had our first episode of this type with the CEO of Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arcoma. Her name is Stephanie Medford. That podcast is about an hour and a half long, so it is a lengthy one, but I promise you it is worth every single minute. It's a phenomenal episode. Stephanie is just such an expert in management and building a culture. Uh, She tells a really great story of taking her business from one person to a team of almost 30 people and over a million dollars in revenue. It's a really cool story. Uh, As of today, it is the most downloaded episode out of all of my episodes. I think this is episode number 35. It's the most downloaded episode, which uh, I guess people would rather listen to her than listen to me. So I'm going to try not to take it personal, but uh, uh, I highly encourage you to check out that episode. It is really, really good. So check that out. It's awesome. You'll love it, especially if you run a nonprofit. It's got some really good advice in there as well. So today I want to talk about something that someone asked me And it was someone who was asking this question of, uh, and they were talking about they wanted to start a business, they wanted to kind of grow it into this big thing. And their question was, how do I know I've made it? And it was kind of a funny question to me because I thought, you know, what do you, what do you mean by that? And And the person was, he basically said, well, well, how do I know I've made it in life? Like, how do I know I've made it with my business? Like, is there like a certain revenue mark? Is there like a, uh, like a point where, you know, is it, is it like a hundred grand? Is it, you know, once I have subsidized my income or my salary at my current job, does that mean I've made it? Is it, you know, when you have been in business for a full year or five years, or it's something like the chances of your business making it 10 years is like 9%. Well, if I make it a decade, does that mean I've made it? You know, what? what is the point that I can know that I've made it in life? And I, I, I don't think this is even something that's totally related to business. I think, I think we all think this in some form in the sense of, you know, at, at what point in my life will I feel like I'm totally happy or I'm totally content or I, you know, I'm without want, you know, what, what's the point in my life that I will feel like I'm there, life is good you know, things are, are, you know, everything's pinging, you know, what's the moment, what are the circumstances that would have to be true for me to feel like I've made it in life? And even maybe you yourself, you've, you've put, you know, and actually it's kind of funny when I talk to younger people, for a lot of them in their mind, it's like once they find the love of their life, it's like once I meet my boo, once I meet my person, once I, I fall in love, that's when I'll have made it in life. 
But for all of my listeners who are married and you've gotten through the honeymoon phase, it's like, okay, yeah, I haven't made it yet. This thing is a lot harder than than I realized, right? And and I even remember thinking, you know, once I run my own company, then I will have made it. And yet I'm in, uh, I think this is month eight coming up. And I do not feel like I've made it at all. In fact, I feel like I am just now getting started. I feel like there's so much more for me to accomplish to feel like I've been successful in life. And really this question that was asked to me on how do you know you've made it in life, what what it made me think of was a lot of times in entrepreneurship, I get to talking to people who they are very unhappy with their circumstances. And in their mind, entrepreneurship is like their escape from the things that are really miserable about their lives. And this is this is actually very common in entrepreneurs. And so, uh, on the surface level, you know, when I when I think of this like in a very naive way, or someone who hasn't really like fully fleshed this out, uh, I see this a lot in in young people who say things like, "I want to be my own boss." Uh, I even hear things like, I want to be able to wake up whenever I want to, uh, which which if you are a seasoned professional, it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, I guess, <laughs> you know, you kind of forget that sleep is something that we all need. But so you have people who say, you know, man, I want to wake up whenever I want to, right? And And you even see entrepreneurs who they see entrepreneurship as... It's, it's like this, not necessarily like a get out of jail free card, but it's like the golden ticket. It's like if I'm an entrepreneur, then things will all be really great for me. In fact, a lot of people view entrepreneurship as, as sort of like this very sexy, uh, this very, um, you know, as they think about it, it's like the opposite of everything that's unhappy in their life. And I even talk to people who they're in college or maybe they're, they're actually about to go into college and, and when it comes to what they're going to do in college, or what they're going to do with their life, they say, I don't really know. I just know I want to be an entrepreneur as if it's like this, its own job title, as if it's its own, you know, and it's like, well, what does that even mean? What do you mean you want to be an entrepreneur? It's, it's, it's not, it shouldn't be, I want to be an entrepreneur. It should be, well, I want to start this business and do this thing, which we call entrepreneurship. But I got myself into a conversation with a guy, uh, probably about maybe six months ago, and we're having this conversation and he's in his late teens, early twenties. And he's, he's right off the bat. He's very open. And he says, I am super depressed. I'm really unhappy in life. I need advice on starting my own business. And so we start talking about it and I'm kind of unpacking, you know, what's happening in this person's life. And I say, okay, well, why do you want to start a business? What's going on? Cause, cause sometimes the best advice I can give to someone is, okay, you shouldn't start a business. You know, the way you're going about this is actually a really bad idea. In fact, I talked to someone earlier today who he wants to create an app. He has this app idea and he says, what company should I hire to make the app? And I was like, okay, hang on. So you want to, you want to pay a company to make the app? You know, what, what exactly are you doing in this process? And he's like, well, I'm not doing anything. I just, I just have the idea. Like who, who should I pay to go do this? And it's like, okay, you shouldn't pay anyone if, if it's your idea, you should see what you can execute on it rather than just, you know, paying this out to someone else because you're not going to get the return that you really want for for your idea. And so I often talk to people who have these really uh, sort of impractical ideas for their business 
even people who who they've been in business for a while who they they want to see something accomplished and it's like okay you got to we got to bring you back to planet earth and realize that that is not fully doable right now so let me give you the honest truth with that so i'm talking to this guy and i'm just asking you know okay why do you want to start a business what's going on and he said he basically says i am i i've been super depressed over the last year of my life i'm incredibly unhappy and the biggest issue I'm having is my relationship with my dad. Uh, I live in his house. We don't get along. I can't stand being in his home any longer. Separate from him, I feel totally worthless as a person. I feel like I'm not contributing to the world as a whole. I feel like I'm not making a difference. And I feel like there's nothing worthy about me unless I can go forward and start this business and create something of myself and make something of myself. And as I'm listening to him, I'm thinking, okay, these are, these are some very uh, admirable ambitions, you know, wanting to make a difference, wanting to build a legacy. You know, these are things that, you know, it's, it's, it's not bad to think these things. And so he's asking for my advice and he says, you know, what do I need to do to go? Uh, and I can't even remember what his idea was, but it's basically, you know, how do I go do this thing? And I said, okay, well, you know, I can give you advice on how to start this business. And I, I'm sure at some point I gave him something. I said, but what we really need to talk about, though, is your circumstances that you found yourself in. And, I'm, and, and here's how I'm tying this to how you know you've made it in life. Is that in life, we feel like often that there are these circumstances that if those circumstances were gone, if they were changed, we'd be happier, more productive, more, we'd live a more fulfilling lifestyle. And that's, in some ways, that's true, right? I mean, in some ways, you know, if certain things were different, maybe it would enable you to be more successful. But beyond those things, there will always be circumstances in your life that are chaotic, that are out of balance, that are not ideal. You know, there's never a point or an age, a, a phase of life. There's never a moment where things are now in rhythm and you are permanently living the best life you could ever live. In fact, for the rest of your life, you will constantly be faced with adversity. And I, and I don't mean that in the sense of, wow, what a bummer. <laughs> Lots to look forward to in life, right? What I mean is it's it's just the way life goes, right? It's just the struggle of life. You know, there's there's these circumstances that as we progress and grow as people, we're faced with new circumstances and new things that challenge us, stretch us, grow us. And in in a cynic's mind, it's like, okay, well, there's always a struggle. You know, life is so miserable. But in an optimist's mind, it's, okay, I always have something to be striving for, growing in, overcoming and achieving in to be a, a more fulfilled person and a person of greater influence. So it all starts in your thinking of those, those circumstances. What's a little bit more important than just your, your framing of mind of these circumstances is, is and, I, and I really don't want to turn this into like a cheesy cliche, you know, find the happiness that was in you all along. But, but at the same time, that is the secret to living a happy, fulfilled life. It's, it's the mindset that you take when you approach the circumstances that you're in. And so, you know, not that we, there's nothing wrong with having ambitions. There's nothing wrong with, you know, 
one day I will, you know, be making this much money or I'll have this kind of business or I'll be doing this with my life or one day I'll be married or one day I'll have kids. You know, there's no, there's no issue with, man, I can't wait for that to happen. The problem is when you create this burden of expectation on those life events to solve the problems that you have in your life. And see, what I was telling this young guy was, you could move out of your dad's house tomorrow and you still wouldn't be happy. Now, granted, in the short term, that's one less barrier in your life that is creating pain and struggle and, and it's this unideal circumstance that it's, it's right there, right in front of you. And it's easy to, 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 to look at that and think, okay, if this was gone, life would be so much easier. And, 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 and it, it probably would be easier. But the source of your depression, the source of your unworthiness, as you put it, is that you don't have an identity that's that's strongly rooted in who you are as a person. And I use that word identity carefully because identity speaks to perspective. It speaks to who am I? What do I have to offer? What does this life have for me? What's the influence I can have? And, and a lot of people, they rely on their circumstances to dictate their value. You know, and it's almost sometimes this self-fulfilling prophecy of, of things go wrong and it's like, see, I knew it wasn't going to work out. I knew it wasn't, you know, I'm the unluckiest person. I knew it works out for everyone else and it doesn't work out for me. You probably know someone who's, who has said something like this to you. Maybe even you've thought it yourself, but see circumstances don't dictate your identity. Your identity dictates how you view circumstances. And regardless of whatever the circumstances are, your identity, that's the constant force. It's, it's the overarching principle. It's the sense of who you are and what you have to offer that remains true regardless of the circumstances you find yourself in. And again, I'm not, I'm not ascribing to don't have ambitions. I'm not saying don't have things you push yourself towards. What I am saying, though, is be careful with the mentality of when I will have made it. Because what can, I, I think one of the worst things you could do, and I, I, this totally applies to me, right? In, in the sense of, I envision myself affecting thousands of people. And I don't say that arrogantly, but I, I know I have a gifting in some way that resonates with a group of people. I'm able to work with people and make them more successful in their businesses, in their life. And again, I'm, it's not out of arrogance, it's out of confidence. It's out of people that I know I've made a difference in. And if I can make a difference for one person, I know there's at least one other out there that I can make a difference for, right? Well, what would be the ultimate sin against my own impact would be for me to say, okay, I, I'm not affecting thousands of people. I'm not having the change that I want to make. I must be totally useless right now. I must be doing something wrong instead of recognizing that there's a timing to everything. There's a process to everything. There's, there's a, a path that must be taken to get me to that point. And the worst thing that I could do would be to shortchange the influence I could be having right now simply because the circumstances don't line up with my desires. And I don't know if this is too like up in the clouds, theoretical, whatever, 
But I put something out on, on LinkedIn the other day that talked about it's easy for us to to underestimate or or maybe it's maybe the right wording is to not give due credit towards the things we've overcome and pushed through. And it's easy to ignore those things and instead have our eyes set on where we aren't yet. You know, it's kind of like the the analogy of the person who's climbing Mount Everest. And it's really easy to look up to the top and say, I'm not there, but then not look down and realize the thousands of feet you've already climbed. It's easy to discount the things that you've overcome to put you where you are today. And I think my encouragement to you is to develop a strong identity as to who you are, what you can offer, and for those that those truths about yourself to be true outside of the circumstances you find yourself in. Because your mindset is what actually frames your actions. It's what actually frames your your perspective on on the things good and bad that are happening in your life, right? And I am by no means an expert at this. You know, I am absolutely, I, I'm giving this advice while I at the same time recognize that that I myself struggle with this almost on a daily basis, probably because I have these super grand, uh, unrealistic expectations for my business. But on the same token, I'd rather have unrealistic expectations for where I'm going rather than shortchanging what I could be doing in my life by saying, well, I'll never be a person of influence. Well, I'll never make the difference that I want to make. And if you're wondering how you can have this philosophy for your own life, Probably the best advice I can give to you is to have people in your corner who can speak that truth about you. For me, that person's my wife. You know, on my lowest days, on my darkest days, on the days where, you know, maybe I had three or four calls set up or people that I, were, I was going to meet and and those those conversations just didn't pan out the way I wanted it to or or heck, maybe I got some really bad feedback from someone. Maybe I, you know, I'm, I have a really active digital strategy right now, a social media strategy that involves me being and commenting on social media, literally on a on a daily basis. And and you know, occasionally I get the ugly comment. I get the you know, you're an idiot comment. I mean, I'm serious. I get I get I get the comment of. Uh, delete this and don't ever say it to anyone ever again. I mean, people are just, the internet is brutal. You know, it's it's a harsh place. And so on my days that I am really struggling with my identity, my wife is someone who in a moment can sense where I'm at. And she can say, and, and honestly, she just speaks all the things that she knows is true about me. You know, you're a man of influence. You're kind hearted. You're generous. You want to help people. You want to make a difference in people. And, and, and she does that because not because she's like lying to me, hoping that she'll convince me, but, but simply because we are so good at forgetting all of our skill sets and, and who we are as people and the difference we can make. And it's really easy to see all of the flaws. I mean, think about it. You wake up and you look in the mirror and you see all of the things, every blemish, every every wrinkle, every, you know, you. it's easy to see all of those things. We don't do a lot of looking in the mirror saying, you know, man, my eyebrows are great. Man, my hair looks great. I mean, I guess if you did, you would be a little bit of a narcissist. But, but it's really easy for us to see the things that aren't pinging, that aren't working, that that we see as 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 barriers to the influence that we're going to have. And I think when we don't have the right mindset, when we don't have that strong identity, 
that who am I as a professional and as a person and in my short life here on earth, which which I'm 31 and I hope that my short life is is at least 31 more years longer. But having the influence that I want to have is going to require me having a really firm foundation and understanding of my identity. And again, for the days that I lose sight of that, for I miss that, it helps to have someone in my corner. I've said before, and it's a common expression, you're the average of the five people you spend your time with. And so if you are someone who you are, you're still figuring out your identity, you're still figuring out what you have to offer, surround yourself with people who can speak that into you, who can point out the things that make you successful. You know, the people who can give you a little bit of an umph for the days that you feel like you really don't have nothing, to, you don't have anything to offer, right? And then on the same token, the reason this is so important is because you don't have to wait 10 years, 20 years down the road to feel like you've made it. Because I don't know if that day ever comes. You know, adversity is guaranteed. Frustration is guaranteed. Unideal circumstances is guaranteed. You know, it's, it's, it's life will, will always have those challenges that come. The only thing that changes is our maturity and our perspective as we face on those circumstances. And that's why when you have a strong foundation, when you have a, a firm identity as to who you are as a professional and as a person, you know, you could be, and I, I totally hate this expression because it's used so in such a stereotypical way, but you can be living your best life right now. You know, you can be, have these ambitions for where you want to go down the road, but, but feel like simultaneously, man, I've made it in life. Man, what I get to be doing today is so fun and so great and so awesome because my identity frames my perspective of those circumstances rather than I let my circumstances shape me and my perspective for where I'm going. There's so much influence that you could be having right now, so don't miss it thinking the circumstances aren't there, that your life hasn't lined up with the, the, the way you want things to be. Be aggressive in seeing the opportunities that are in front of you right now. And again, that's all rooted in a really strong identity in terms of who you are and what you have to offer. That's all I got today. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate you reaching out and letting me know what you thought of the episode. Feel free to reach out, Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I guess that's all of them right there. Uh, exciting times coming up. We got an awesome next episode happening later this week. We got Dimitri Love. He's the owner and CEO of Bundle, which is a cryptocurrency app. Uh, you may be thinking, what is cryptocurrency? Is that that witchcraft currency that I've heard about? We'll be talking all about it on our next episode, so make sure you tune in for that one. I appreciate the support, everybody. Thanks as always, and I will catch you next time. See ya.